I'm Taka Magero, <laughs> the storyteller. Welcome to my podcast. The healing journey. <clears throat> I'm trying to envision a patient who's come out of a traumatic health fight. And yes, they're healing. Yes, it's guaranteed. They're alive. They're not dead. They've finished. They've beat the disease that they're supposed to beat. Oh, I can imagine their healing journey. I'm sure they're surrounded by armies. They still need the army. God knows the healing journey needs an army. They will get the therapist. They'll get the counselor. They'll get the dietitian. They'll get the masseuse. They can hug their children. They can walk in fresh air. They can walk under a tree. They can sit directly under the sun. The healing journey is holy in itself. Holy, not whole. Holy, it is sacred because this person has been gripped with the fear of death, and then all of a sudden, there's a turnaround. They've been told they're alive. Oh, I don't think the dark night of the soul yesterday. It lasts a number of days. I am not Jesus, but I don't think he went through it one day. I think it was three days before he actually experienced the purging, the death. But he is glorious. He died and he rose. He is glorious. But the death process is not painful. It is painful. The death before the death is painful. And that is why each time when we enter into Christ's death, we are just broken for him. And then we are broken for life. And that's why I say, don't focus on the thought too much. You need to focus on the Christ and build a relationship with him. If you stay on the throne too much, you will be broken and broken. Because it's real, it's raw. But the seasons for focusing on thorns, don't get me wrong. The seasons for thorns. But in those seasons, God breaks you. But he's so beautiful. He then lights your face to see his face. And then the journey begins. We are not Jesus. <sighs> but the death before the death. It's scary. But I'm not here to talk about that. It's the Celebration of life being given birth to you. When you thought you didn't make it and then it's, it comes back, it's exciting. But it doesn't mean that instantly the feeling of death goes. You see, the people who are observing this conversation from the outside, they see you walk out of a hospital, they dance. And it's supposed to be just that. 
That's the end of their part of their journey with you. Now you're meant to be entering the healing journey, which emotionally, I don't want to go there. And that is why in that healing journey, somebody still needs a team. The same team that was inside, but not different faces and different hands. It can't be the same people. Different names, different titles, counselor, church, father, mother, priest, Jesus. All those beautiful names we love, coaches. It's now the next army. But with this COVID, <laughs> oh, this is a totally new normal. God is strengthening us. That's how I want to look at it. And I love that in this particular COVID, I'm not here to complain. No, 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 no. <clears throat> I God has made me look at things differently. In this isolation, two weeks, no one. You think it's scary. Oh, let me tell you, it's scary. Fear still lingers. Oh, you think you'll slay the devil, that fear will never be part of you? And that's a lie. Fear still lingers. I came to realize when Christ is in you, hey, this is a personal one. And he has made help you to slay something like that. It no longer lingers around the chest. It kind of lingers like on your legs, like on your knees. And I was laughing the other day because God was saying it lingers there because it, it's always ready to run. It knows that Yahweh is in your heart. He knows. So it, it doesn't even sit in the knee. It just comes and touches. But if your mind is weak, ah, this is not a mind thing, by the way. If your soul is weak, if your connection with God you will quickly give in to the fear. But God is always so faithful. I mean, I've learned one thing. Our God soothes our souls. Let no one lie to you. Let no one lie to you. That he will leave you there fighting fears and all these things. Yes, they will show up. But the day you realize, it's not you who is slaying them. It is him in you. Ah, that day release. Release to Christ. Let him slay those ones. Ah, you do your thing. You know what God wants you to do? Rest. So I've had a battle of rest, fear, and trust. It has been a beautiful balance. But God reigns every instant fear tries to raise its head. When it tries to bring the memories, when it tries to bring the stories, each time fear brought anything, ah, oh, God soothed it a thousand more. So what am I saying? Initially, you're scared because we are scared when things change. That's how human reacts to situation. When normal shifts, there has to be a fear before people align themselves to the shift. I don't know about the ripple effect of this. I told God that's not mine. And he told me that's not me to explore. At the end of the day, he told me, you realize, Taka, you realize that about you. You have your own personal experience, your own perspective. But ultimately, this is about God. And even you, Tucker, you cannot comprehend. Uh, if you start, you'll stress yourself, my baby. And he called me his baby. Uh, in this isolation, I've been God's baby. Hey, God has soothed me. He has taught me beautiful things that only him and I can keep trust together. 
has explored this because it's a lot. It's like a journey. I told him, oh God, God, this is our journey. Like you had to really separate me. You know, in this COVID, God is doing things differently. But you can only perceive them if you change your mind and decide to see it. But sometimes you want to be held back by fear and not come into the softness of this experience. Yes, there's the ugly side. I don't lie to you. I understand why my messages, some of them may be raw. But this fire hasn't been contained yet. I've always taught the power of yet to my students. Yet is the word. Yet. Yet. But once it's contained, I think what we'll be left with are our beautiful, intimate relationships with God. Personal one. I've come to realize these are personal journeys. And as such, I will not carry anyone's personal journey. I will just experience my own personal journey. And that's another tag. <laughs> God has been downloading beautiful small truths. <sighs> Let everyone carry their own personal journey. Take time to carry yours. You can experience bits and parts of theirs. Just take bits and bits. Don't take all of it. Just take the bits and bits. It's beautiful to take bits and bits. But then get back to your journey and get back on it with God and just allow him to show you his beauty. His beauty. Each time I've looked out of my window, I love looking out of my window. The air is so fresh. The trees are in the yonder. I know I can't reach them. And I realized I don't have to reach them because I can look at them and smell the oxygen that they produce and that is enough. But today God showed me something beautiful in the maids in the midst of the trees, I saw a tree with beautiful yellow flowers. Oh, it was so beautiful. It touched my soul. And he told me, Aitaka, as much as this thing is raw, it's harsh. Oh, it is harsh. What people should know is that I will soothe. I will soothe their heart. I will soothe it. I am the Lord and I love them.